Hello and welcome back again to the Street Smart Sports Podcast with me, Zach Stevens, and my co-host, Ross Blythe. Oh yeah, and we are here on a Friday morning ready to pot it up, ready to get some street smarts out there. All I gotta say is y'all better buckle in because in. we have some good topics today. We, we do. I'm excited about this one, more so than past episodes. Um, we've got to, seriously, like, I don't know what it was about this week, but we have a lot more to talk about. Um, so, first of all, if you are watching football, you saw that the Packers played the Eagles last night, and the Packers ended up blowing this game. And I'm not really sure how. Well, no, no, I know how they did it because, and this seems to be a theme throughout some of the teams in the NFL is play calling. Why, why, why is some play calling just in the professional football just awful? Awful. It was, it was atrocious last night. Last night, the Packers could have won, and they were in the red zone. They were in the red zone. And they threw three fades threw in a row. Fades. That was earlier in the game. And then the play at the end of the game, when they should have ran the ball, Aaron Jones yeah. was taking it down their throat. Aaron Rodgers, double coverage. Throws in double coverage, gets an interception. Gets an interception. Yeah. Nothing like a, you know... Let's you know stop doing what's working and then try something completely different. Yeah, that that's real smart. Um, they took they should have taken a play out of Fred, Freddie Kitchen's book and called a draw. Draw play <laughs> fourth and nine. Some people think Bailey, that that Baker audibled that call. I don't think that Baker Mayfield would audible a pass play into, into a, a fourth and nine draw play. I feel like that makes it seem worse on Baker's part. Yeah. That makes Baker seem like an idiot. Having been in the Lincoln-Riley system, I highly doubt that Baker is the one that would have called that and said, yeah, this is probably the right call. This is a good call. Yeah. First good time stuff. ever run a draw play on fourth and nine. I really wish that the Packers would have beat the Eagles just because, man, I first of all, like I mentioned already like 12 times I'm a Cowboys fan, so it just bodes better from the Cowboys if the Eagles lose but I mean like I don't know I guess in the second quarter Philadelphia came alive and because they scored 21 points in the second quarter and then the Packers just kind of shut down um, but I don't know I still am not a believer in the Philadelphia Eagles I'm I'm just not I I, I don't think that they're this elite team that people say that they are you know we have Carson Wentz how many yards did he have in the first quarter 63 63 yards yeah are you kidding me see that's my thing is like looking at these stats okay I'm gonna read off some stats to you okay and I'm gonna have you guess who they're for okay I'm not looking at them without looking at them yeah I'm not gonna look at them so we have total yards we have 499 to 336 Okay, I'm going to guess that 499 was Packers. It was, oh. and they lost the game. See, that's ridiculous. Like, the the Packers had 31 first downs, the Eagles had 24. Uh, time of possession was 32 minutes to 27 minutes. The Packers led in all statistical categories of this game. Yet they found a way to lose it. Yet they found a way to lose it. If you have 500 yards of offense, you should win that game. And there really, there should be no, that that shouldn't be the issue. No. Um, 
this Packers defense that everyone was raving about kind of got exposed in the second quarter. That really is where it went all downhill for them. If they wouldn't have let them score that many times in just one single quarter, that probably would have, you know, boded a little bit well for the Packers. But nevertheless, it all ends up probably coming down to a couple plays where, you know, they probably should have ran the ball and instead we throw in a double coverage. And so, nevertheless, I think that the the Packers are still going to be better in the long run than the Eagles. I just think that they just blew the they, they blew it. They blew it. They really did. But we had some injuries. Um there were a couple guys. Was it one player from each team or was it two players from the same team one that player got from each team. They had to be carted off cuz of head injuries. I thought this game was supposed to be safer. Guess there's no way around it. Apparently not. I don't know. But I hope that they, they are safe. Um but it seems like I'm seeing more head injuries, and maybe it's just because we're more aware of it now, like with the calls and everything, where you can't you can't contact like head to head contact. You can't do that. But I don't know. I feel like I'm seeing more of it than I did previously. But again, that's probably because of the awareness issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had Carson Wentz who. Did not throw for really like I wouldn't say those these are impressive numbers because he's sixteen for twenty seven with one hundred and sixty yards that averages out to like six yards a throw that's not even that's that's not that good he had three touchdowns and a QBR of seventy three um, whereas Aaron Rodgers threw for like four hundred and twenty two yards eight yards per per throw but he had an interception um. Carson Wentz, I've seen flashes, but then again, like, I don't know. He has weapons. He has Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey. Those are two guys that are really, really good. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. There's not really an excuse. And you're supposed to have this fantastic offensive line, but I don't know. You got to, if they're going to give you time, you got to be able to throw it. Um, but speaking of quarterbacks that have surprised us, um, I would be remiss if we didn't spend the majority, or not the majority, but the beginning of this pod talking about one and only Danny Dimes, Danny Danny Jones. I would like to extend an apology. I I also need to to apologize. Daniel Jones. I called you trash. I laughed at you. I said that you would never make it in the NFL, and here you are, proving me wrong. I might be jumping the gun one game in, but he looked pretty darn good. Yeah, he did. He looked pretty darn good. He looked really good. And it's it's very surprising to me. I, I just I feel like I'm a good judge of talent. And when I saw his you know, his showings at Duke and I just I'm not a I was not a believer, but that man some a a, a switch was flipped. Did you he see what he said in, in the in one of the huddles? Yeah, someone said that he cussed. Yeah, he cussed. He was like, "Let's go effing score!" And then everyone and the was guys like, were like, "Whoa, jeez, who's this man?" <laughs> yeah, and maybe he's got some fire in him. I guess so. That we just didn't. I didn't expect to see because he. I mean, he he looks like Eli, physically kind of yeah, looks like Eli. He looks like Eli. Kind of acts like Eli. <coughs> Seems a little aloof. Doesn't really a know what's bit. going on. Yeah. But maybe he's got this fire in him. And it's like, 
I don't know. This is the biggest surprise of the season for me, that Danny Dimes is actually good. Well, like I said, he played against the Buccaneers, so yeah, pump the brakes a little bit. But anytime that you can do better than Jameis Winston for your first uh, showing as an NFL quarterback, it's it's a good sign. I just think of the guts that he showed, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he pulled down that one ball and ran it in. and He had two rushing touchdowns. He had two rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, that's – not only is he aware, but he's willing to kind of do whatever it takes to score. I respect that. I was very surprised with how poised he was. Usually, he just didn't seem rattled at all. He almost had, like, this Peyton Manning, like, the better Manning brother, like – Poised to him because when I think of Peyton Manning, I think of him not ever getting really like frazzled or rattled or anything like yeah. that. He kind of just sat there and did his thing, like he was super confident and got the guys rallied around him and is looked like to be a great leader. So I I think he's on the up and up. I mean, it only gets better from here. Well, and he's his week four opponent is the Washington Redskins. These are two great opponents I mean, to be playing your first two games. I can't think of a better better two games to start off your NFL career with. I hope his third game would be against the Miami Dolphins, but probably not. Um, but, I mean, it's way too early. I just had the thought pop into my head, like, does Daniel Jones lead the, the Giants to more Super Bowls than Eli? But... It's been one game. <laughs> I gotta gotta chill out a little bit. But he's got what I mean he's got Saquon Barkley and his receivers aren't terrible. I mean they'll they're okay. They're for a rookie quarterback. That is interesting though, because I <clears throat> I do want to see how he does without Saquon this week. Because Saquon is hurt. He is hurt now. He's gonna be hurt for a while too. Yeah, he's, he's a out ankle sprain. Four to eight weeks. Yeah. So it's the Daniel Jones show. It's the Daniel Jones era. Eli Manning is officially... A has-been. A has-been, as he should have been. Now the next one, Joe Flacco. Father time's coming, buddy. (laughs) Father time. First it's Eli, then it's Joe, then it's Tom Brady. Just kidding. He's going to play for like another five years. Yeah, 100%. It's fine. When is... Fangio going to take Flacco out? Is that going to do you think he'll take him out this year? I doubt it. Why not? Why would you why would you leave him in? Everyone else has gotten the memo. Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't the starter. Now Eli isn't the starter. Joe um <laughs> time's ticking. Father Time just knocked on your door and said, "Let me in." Let me in. My name is Drew Locke and I'm ready to take over the Denver Broncos. There's no literal reason for the Especially in the AFC now, that the dumpster fire that it is, like if they want to give themselves a chance, they need to take out Flacco and put in Drew. And because the AFC is a freaking joke, the AFC is a joke. The worst thing to happen to Drew Locke was him getting hurt in the preseason. Yes, that was the worst. That thing. is very true. That might be part of the reason why he's not in. But still, I would. Any competent human being would make this switch, and I just. Fangio and his fanny pack of, you know, whatever he's got, whatever in, he's there, got yeah. in there is just not, <laughs> I don't know. It might be the Madden playbook or something. I don't know. But Flacco's horrible. Awful. Um, 
Speaking well, now, now that Eli's never going to play another down of football again, um, where does if we look at Eli's total like career, do we rank him? How like are this we? Is, did he uh, ever? Was he ever a, an elite quarterback, or am I just being mean to him? That in the fact that I don't think that I ever considered Eli to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league at any point in time even when they won super bowls i never considered him to be an elite quarterback this is where eli's just kind of a conundrum like i don't really know what he is because like he's thrown for over 50 56 000 yards yeah 362 touchdowns i mean he had some really good years he Some did. that stick out. 2011, he threw for uh, over 4,900 yards. Yeah. I mean... That was probably his best... His best year. The thing that always sticks out to me with Eli is the interceptions. Yeah. He turned the ball over quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's also what I think of. I just think of, like... When we see the Super Bowls he's won, like he's won two Super Bowls, somehow he has found a way to win two Super Bowls, and I'm not even sure how that's possible. One is because of the helmet catch. If they don't, if they don't make that catch, they do not win that Super Bowl. And somehow he won another one. And I mean, I guess ultimately my question is, because, I don't know, is he a Hall of Fame quarterback or not? That's really all I care about. That's all I'm going to remember about Elias, if he was a Hall of Fame quarterback and if he was deserving of that or not. Do you think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback? I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes? I'm going to say yes. And, okay, so your reasoning, does it is it based off of the Super Bowls he's won? Partially. Partially? Um, He ranks in the top ten all-time in almost every major passing category. Okay. Um, Which... Passing yards, he ranks eighth all time, and actually, he's higher than that now. He's sixth all time. Okay. So this article is from a few years back. Uh, passing touchdowns, he ranks sixth all time. Uh, passes completed, he ranks seventh all time. Hmm. So, I guess I just didn't know that. I don't know. That changes my perspective a little bit. If he's in those categories, then that changes my perspective. I just... I he's think, just so hard because I don't remember him being that good. I know. I don't remember those... Th- like, I don't remember breakout seasons. Like, I don't realize like those stats about no, him. No. I I can't think of a season where I was like, yeah, he probably did most of that work in this time. Like, he never won an MVP. Did I just, he? I don't think he ever won an MVP. Not a league MVP. He was Super Bowl MVP, but Super not a league. Super Bowl MVP, yeah, I knew that. Um, I don't know. So you think he's a you think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback? I do. I don't okay. know if he'll get in first time. I, I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I do think he'll get in. Okay. I can't ignore the stats. If they're true, I can't ignore the stats, and I'm going to have to agree and say that he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's crazy. I just... Uh, 
Why does that feel so weird coming out of my mouth that Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback? I just think of Eli as like the meme guy. Yeah. Like he's the guy that you see like crying after getting hit that like <laughs> the Eli face of he's just sheer he's not the face he doesn't have the face of a winner he doesn't have a <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have the face of a winner he really doesn't have like the typical NFL body either kind of pudgy you remember when we talked about like um gosh what pod was it when we were talking about you can tell if kids are athletes or not Eli does not have the fate. Like, he if I doesn't. was on the opposing team and I didn't know anything about him, and you told me that that was their starting quarterback, I'd be like, we're winning this game. Uh-huh. Like, we're, we're, we're beating this guy. He doesn't look like he can move. Can he throw? Yeah. But here he is, two-time Super Bowl champion. He reminds me of, like, Romo. A little bit of Romo. Like... He's... He's Romo with Super Bowls. Literally. Yeah, he's Romo if Romo had Super Bowls. Because Romo had good stats, but he was never clutch. Yeah. Eli, I guess, had some clutch moments because you have to win a Super Bowl to have clutch Eli moments. had clutch moments, but he didn't have the stats of Romo. Right, that's true. That's true. It's weird. He is the least talented person to win a Super Bowl, probably. Least talented quarterback. Like, when you think of what is Eli good at, he can't run. I don't think of his deep ball threat ability. But he's just like this average guy. Like he looks like an average guy, and <laughs> he just he kind beats of the Patriots. Yeah. <sighs> it's kind of like what was that show like Joe versus Pro? Did you ever watch yeah, that? Yeah. Eli Manning is the Joe that want like that, that ends beats up the pro. And beats the pro like just yeah, just is. because things happen to go his way. Yep. It's that Manning luck, I guess. That Manning luck. It is a real thing. Um, speaking of where we are thinking about quarterbacks and their rankings, you may have seen our reactions to to one pro football focus top seven quarterback ranking. I'm pulling up this list. Get the get get the list because I need to know like who is in charge of making like like finalizing the list before it goes public because this is abysmal. This is this is horrible. There are two lists we'll talk about. One is NFL and another one is college football, I think, right? What was it college football rankings? Wait, what? That was the other list that we were like, what the heck is this list? What is this thing? Yes. I don't know. I think no, so. NBA? Might have been NBA. I don't know. So, Pro Football Focus says the top seven quarterbacks through week three <sighs> are the following. Number one, Tom Brady. Number two, Dak Prescott. Number three, Carson Wentz. Number four, Russell Wilson. Number five, Deshaun Watson. And you might be asking yourself, where on God's green earth is Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> it's like, where's, where in the world is Carmen San Diego here? Uh, yeah. Jeez. And, you know, be, he's right here. He's at number six. Right directly in front of... One only, number seven, Derek Carr. So you're telling me, Zach, that Pro Football Focus thinks that Patrick Mahomes is just in front of Derek Carr. Just in front. They think the only person that that he is better than right now is Derek Carr. Can I just... I'm just going to pull up Patrick Mahomes' stats. Through through the, the 
the first three games. What he's doing is incredible. Through the first three games, he has 1,195 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions, and a passer rating of 134.9. That's almost a perfect passer rating for those of you who are not aware of that system. Are we hitting the point where I I almost call it – I'm tempted to call it the LeBron effect slash Steph Curry effect where he's just so good that it almost becomes normal and we are not realizing the talent that is in front of us? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both because we have some people that are like crazy one side saying that like Patrick Mahomes is already better than Tom Brady and I'm like – Yes, like I believe stats that, wise, yes. I believe stat wise and talent wise, Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. He can just do more than Tom Brady could. But Tom Brady has he still has all those championships and stuff. So like if you want to say that Patrick Mahomes is a better talent and like will eventually, you know, be a better player than Tom Brady, I'm yes, I'm I'm with you on that. And currently he is a better player than Tom Brady, but in terms of legacy and like who Tom Brady is and the GOAT, like, no. Like, you've got to wait. I mean, do I think that Patrick Mahomes will ultimately, like, be the GOAT, like, the best quarterback ever? Yes, I do. But right now, we have to wait. We, we can't just we can't just go out there and say that because we have no evidence to, to support that. We don't have championships. We don't have anything like that. We, don't, we have one league MVP. One league MVP, and he needs to get another MVP, and then we can probably have that discussion, even without a championship. I think if you could... If, He's putting putting up the numbers he has right now. Gets another MVP, even without a championship. I can I think we can say that he is he will be better than Tom Brady. But it's his second season, people. We need to, you know, give him time. Give mm-hmm. him time. But I agree. I think that he is going to have the same effect that Steph Curry did, because um, he's. I've never seen anyone play quarterback the way he's playing quarterback. Just like it's... how Steph was the only person that was playing point guard that way. He, he's going to revolutionize the way quarterbacks are playing the game. Yeah. I mean, he even kind of looks like Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. I've heard he shoots a three ball like Steph Curry, too, a little bit. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. No, I think that he'll have the same. I think Patrick Mahomes is the Steph Curry of the NFL, and that he's going to change the way up-and-coming quarterbacks are going to start playing. I'm sure that's going to drive coaches crazy if high school players start doing no-look passes. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's going to, yeah. But that's that's Steph Curry's, you know, three from all the way back in China, like and we, he's shooting back from forty feet. Yep. So, yeah. And Mahomes can run as well, and he's just he's a freaking monster. He, he does is a it all. Monster. He deep ball. He's very accurate. I, I've never seen anyone. I've never seen anyone like him. I was listening to the Terrence Paler show today. Uh, shout out Terrence Paler and Six Ten Sports in Kansas City. Um, and they were talking about how this year Pat is making the lower tier receivers better. Guys like mm-hmm. Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. Who, granted, he is in a contract year, but somebody's going to pay him a lot of money because yeah. he has Pat Mahomes as his quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean, that's the thing you, that you can do with uh, if you have a really talented quarterback, kind of doesn't really matter who your receivers are that's exactly what he was saying he was saying you just pay pat all that money you go get young receivers yeah if you think it's truly pat doing it mm-hmm. and that's why tom brady can take guys like chris hogan and, and wes welker and, and julian, edelman. julian edelman 
and make them elite like slot guys. Yeah, slot guys, and he can just put the ball wherever. Yeah, I mean, really, it does come down to the quarterback. I mean, the quarterback makes these receivers. I mean, I know the receivers like to say like that they're the reason, but really, if you don't have a quarterback, you can't catch the ball. I mean, like. From experience, I know. Like, if you can't get the ball to your receivers, then it's not really a point in having good receivers. But if you have an elite quarterback and average receivers, they can. That quarterback elevates the receiving core Mm -hmm. just because of how talented they are. So, in terms of Mahomes' ceiling, like, like the best Mahomes can get, I don't think it's crazy to say that he could be the best player. I, I don't think it's crazy to say that he could be the best football player ever. I don't either. I think he'll do something that we've never seen done before. And I think he'll throw for 6,000 yards and 60 touchdowns. Yeah. I at think, some point. I think he'll be, if he keeps on this track that he is right now, I think he'll be one of those players that we look at and say, he'll be in the discussion of the greatest athlete of all time. Like... Yeah, if he continues, yeah. The guy who we, like, how we think of, like, LeBron and Michael Jordan and all them, like, are they the great, and Tom Brady, are they the greatest athlete of all time? Like, are they the greatest athlete of all time? I think he'll be in that discussion, like, if he continues on this on this track. Yeah. I'm all in on, on this guy. He's only 24. 24. He could be 24. And if they win the Super Bowl this this year, he could have two MVPs and a and Super, Super Bowl, Bowl by the age of twenty four. That is insane. Yep, insane. Yeah. The only thing that would limit this is if he gets hurt, yep. and he needs to he needs to start protecting himself when he takes off and runs. Yep. But yeah, yeah. His ceiling is limitless. Limitless. Uh, much like that ceiling of Mike Trout. Mike Trout in the MLB. Yes. That that dude is probably... I keep hearing... Like, I don't follow baseball as much as you do, but every time I listen to someone that is, like, really into baseball, I always hear that Mike Trout is the best player that's ever played baseball. 100%. Yeah. And yet he gets no television time. Yeah, which it's is insane. It's so frustrating. It's insane. No one gets to watch him because the Angels are horrible. And they're all the way out in California. Yeah. That's true. Like, I wish he played for a better California team if he was going to play out there. Play for the Dodgers. Play for the Dodgers. Can you imagine? I would love that because I could get to watch him all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, he's one of those guys that if I see that the Angels are playing on Sunday night baseball or any kind of primetime baseball time, I'm watching. You're watching just for Mike I'm Trout. I'm watching Mike Trout because he's going to do something. Yeah. He's one of those guys in baseball that – because baseball is just such a weird sport with stars because you could go to a game and the star player could go for three or three strikeouts. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get to see anything. But he's one of those guys that every single game he's doing something. That's insane. Whether it be hitting home runs, defense, stealing bases, I, he's just electric. Yeah. I, I Yeah. He. That's all I hear about him is that he's a, he's a freak. He's a freak. <laughs> He's an absolute freak. But he will never – I I really wish he hadn't re-signed with the Angels because he's not going to get anywhere with them. I mean, playoffs – are the Angels making the playoffs? No. No. So he's going to be sitting at home while everyone else is playing. No, they're stuck in 
one of the better divisions in baseball. So that's that's really unfortunate. It's rough. I had a pipe dream he was going to come to the Cardinals, but that got <laughs> shut down real quick. Well, speaking of the Cardinals, at least they're in the playoffs. They are in they're the playoffs hunting for a divisional like divisional title. Divisional title, yeah. It starts tonight. If we, uh, I think the Cardinals need to win at least two of these games to really lock it up. And the Brewers need to stink it up. <sighs> the Brewers need to Brewers. lose a game. They're like. 18 and 2 in their last 20. Well, and they lose their best player, but 20, they don't miss a beat. They might be 20 and 2. Yeah, it's stupid. Christian Yelich goes down and they're just like, "Oh well." You lose a potential, I mean, MVP from last year and a potential MVP this year and <laughs> here we are. They're still in the middle of it all. Yeah. But I will say it was nice to see that the Cardinals spanked the Cubs. I love that. <laughs> I just saw a tweet that the Cubs were predicted to get 82 wins this year and finish third in the division, and they were pissed. And they were like, that's not going to happen to us. That's exactly what's going to happen. They're at 82 wins and third in the division right now. That's exactly where they're going to end up. That's third exactly in what happened. But, yeah. But this is, this is truly the best time of year, though. Oh, we yeah. have football in full swing, college and NFL. NBA's looming. NHL's about to start up again. And now we're in – baseball playoffs it is truly the best time of the year because postseason baseball is so good it is it is in the midst of college football ramping up and everyone's gearing up for the nba again mm-hmm. so um who's gonna who's your pick to win mvp for baseball this year who do you think you got the al i'm going it's just rough because these guys that I thought were going to be it um, ended up getting hurt. They go down, yeah. Because um, is Mike Trout in the NL or the AL? The AL. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. I could definitely see, I could see Trout winning the AL. I think he will. You think so? Now that Yelich is down. Well, I mean, or is Yelich, Yelich is in, in the NL. Oh, okay. And I still think Yelich is going to win in the NL. Even if he's hurt? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was just on it. He's on another planet right now. <laughs> I could also see Bregman from the Astros winning in the AL. Who's this guy from the Mets that everyone is like? Pete Alonzo? Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo <laughs> is – dude's insane. He's going to win rookie of the year. Um, but he's at like 52 home runs. That's insane. As a rookie? As a rookie. Holy cow. Yeah. Dude is unbelievable. Um, uh, this thing I'm reading has Bellinger. They think Bellinger's going to win MVP. Interesting. By either one. I could see either, either one. It's going to be a really tight race. I Mike Trout's pretty much hands down going to win again. Yeah. AL. Yeah. Who do you think comes out of the NL and the AL to meet in the World Series? I'm going Astros out of the AL. Okay. Based strictly on pitching. They do. They have Justin Verlander. They have Verlander. They have Garrett Cole, who has over 300 strikeouts this season, and Zach Greinke. Jeez. And that's a one-two-three punch. That's that's tough. That is tough to face. That is unrivaled. I think it'll be Astros, Yankees, and the ALCS. Okay. Um, and I think the Astros beat the Yankees. Okay. Just because the Yankees pitching isn't isn't what it as be. good. Yeah. 
They have those hitters, though, those big-time hitters. The judge. The judge. <laughs> and the NL. Uh, you can put your bias in. I don't care. i got to put my bias in. I, <laughs> you know, if the Cardinals can find it again and they can get kind of hot, they'll make it. I'm, I'm going to say, you know, Cardinals-Astros. Cardinals-Astros? Yeah. That would be fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to even – I'm going to put a little bit of this in here, too. I'm going to – man poor ben <laughs> ben patterson if you're listening oh, to this gosh. i'm sorry that the cardinals are going to beat the braves but oh the cardinals are going to beat the braves cardinals braves in the nlcs yes oh man. they played first round and then it's going to be cardinals are going to be the dodgers Oof. man the Cardinals are going to go to the World Series. I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> you don't think they'll win? <laughs> they won't win the World Series. If they win the World Series, I will get a <coughs> Cardinals tattoo. Wow. You heard it here. That's big. Pod. That is big. It's like my like my theory with the uh, Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. If the Cowboys end up meeting the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I'm not kidding myself. We're not winning that game. But... It'll be nice to get there. It would be nice to get there. If the Cardinals do somehow pull it off, though, congratulations to the city of St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Man, well deserved. Im- improbable run with the Blues winning and then. Can you imagine St. Louis, like, if the Cardinals make the World Series and then the Chiefs turn around and win? I mean, I know the, be the kids, greatest Kansas year. City isn't based out of, like, it's not St. Louis, but. be the I greatest like year in Missouri sports. Yeah. And the, the Missouri Tigers are going to the Sugar Bowl. So, oh, God. Missouri Tigers are going to the Sugar Bowl. They're going to the Sugar Bowl. They're going to play OU in the Sugar Holy Bowl. Holy cow. Is that real? It's going to happen. <laughs> That's Craig and I's pipe dream right now. Holy crap. Yeah, I just dropped wow. that one on you. You just dropped that one on me. Okay, wow. 10-2 Missouri Tigers versus Good the 11-1 Oklahoma the Sooners. 11-1 Oklahoma Sooners. Well, that'd be tough because the Sooners are going to be in the playoffs, but... We'll see. We'll see. I don't know, man. I don't. I. I just don't think Texas will be able to beat OU because of what I saw at LSU and OSU. But Texas, Texas, Texas. Everyone. Their defense like, is hiking trash. Your defense is horrible. So when you meet us, it's. I'm not as worried as I was before. If we, I mean, shoot, I don't even know, man. That is. I've got to think about that. <laughs> i got to think about the Missouri Tigers. <laughs> got to process that bad boy. through that. Holy. Okay. We can bring that up later. But speaking of college football. Okay. I would say you meet. You can meet. Uh, who, let's look at the standings right now in college football. Because they've been shaken up a little bit. And I think that they should have been shaken up. Um, let's see. Why is it structured like this? I just want to see why is it doing this to me? ESPN's format's trash. Like, can I just what is that? A, it's like each conference. We don't want conference. Like, I just want. We just want the AP polls. Rankings. There we go. Shoot. Holy cow! It was like give me, give me like Pac-12 rankings and like SEC. I was like, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Don't talk to me about that. Okay, so. Texas moved up a spot because they beat OSU. Now, here's where we see some movement is um, 
Holy cow, are they not even in? Oh, they are. They are. They dropped nine spots, though. Michigan getting their behinds railed by Wisconsin, which is as we predicted on this pod. Yeah, we did. Wisconsin pretty much had their way with Michigan and Harbaugh. What is Michigan? Like, what is their issue? What is what is wrong with them? What are they? I don't even know what they are. Have they had a good quarterback in the last 20 years? Well, here's the thing. is I, Everyone says that Shea Patterson is supposed to be this like highly recruited quarterback. And I don't even know what Michigan's offense is. What are they what are they doing? What is their what are they good at? I don't know. Like I just don't understand what they're hoping happens. Like Shea Patterson is completed less than half of his passes, had an interception, and they ran for they ran for twenty one yards. They don't have an offensive line, it they sounds ran for like twenty one yards. And that game wasn't it wasn't close. No, it was never close. At never, no point ever, was ever it close. close. No. I mean it was one of those things that Wisconsin stopped trying after halftime. Yeah. Because by 100%. that time it was twenty eight nothing. Yeah. And they knew from that point that they were going to win that game. I just don't know. I don't know what Harbaugh's doing. How does Michigan not have the talent? You can't even say talent-wise because Michigan should get better recruits than Wisconsin does. I don't know. It looked like... It looks like Michigan doesn't know what they're doing. It really doesn't. They're just a little outclassed. They laid down and let Wisconsin bully them. I mean, it it was it was another level of a beatdown. Well, and you can pretty much pencil in that they're going to lose to Ohio State, like they do oh, every that's year. A given because Ohio State is really good. freaking good this year. They're good. Um, yeah, watch out for Ohio State. The Justin Fields and that defense figured it out. I mean, they are they are something else. Uh, and LSU is pretty good too this year. I mean, they will LSU meet Alabama. Uh, yeah, they play in the same. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't know if they were in the same or if they were in um, in a different one. So that SEC West is actually insane. It's in, it's stacked. It is it's completely stacked. stacked. Um, because you have Bama, obviously Bama, LSU, Auburn. Yeah, and then and not Auburn's to mention you, this year too. you still have Tet or A and M. Yeah, and there was as well. Even though A and M, they're they're out of it. They're out of uh, yeah. They're well, out. They of lost it. last week to uh, what did they play Auburn? Is that who they played against? They played Auburn last week. Yeah, and that Auburn team is better than I thought they were going to be. But I mean, it's pretty big hitters because I think Bama's two, LSU's four, and Auburn's <laughs> seven or eight. Yeah, Bama's two, LSU's four, Auburn's seven. So, um. Man. The thing about, um, yeah, you're right because that side is stacked. Whereas the side with, I mean, you might be right in that Missouri could do something in that division because Georgia didn't impress me against Notre Dame, and Notre Dame people are going to be like, "Well, Notre Dame is better than you thought." No, they're not better than I thought. Georgia just doesn't have an offense. Yeah, they just can't score points. So, I think that's going to be the thing. If you can put points on Georgia. 
they're they're gonna do the work for you and not not put up a whole lot of, of points on it mm-hmm. on there. Do I think this Notre Dame team is better than last year? Probably. They're probably a little bit better, but still, I don't think that they really. There's no way for them to get back into the playoff picture because they don't have a conference championship, and yes. from the rest of their games, they don't play anyone that's going to put them in that in yeah. that spot. So I'm. Now I can root for Notre Dame. That that now that I know that they're not going to be in a playoff spot. Yeah. Um. But does is 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 Jim Harbaugh speaking of Michigan again? Is Jim Harbaugh on the hot seat? Do you think that they're looking to maybe make a change? If I was a Michigan fan, absolutely. Yeah, because if you're Michigan, it's, it's different year, same verse. Yes. Every single year, it's. They just underperform. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that falls back on coaching and recruiting and yeah. talent. They hired, or I saw a story, it was like um, Jim Harbaugh hired their offensive coordinator without ever having met face-to-face. That's sus. And that is very suspect. Um, so, again, like if you want to say it's the offensive coordinator's fault, nope, that's Jim Harbaugh's fault because he hired him. Yeah. So that's... It's not the offensive coordinator's fault. It's freaking Jim Harbaugh's fault because he's the one that hired him. It all points back to the head coach. I mean, everything points back to the head coach. You can't blame a first-year hire for the offensive mistakes because literally it's his first year. And if that's true that Jim Harbaugh hired him based off of not even meeting him one time, that's Jim's fault. That's Jim's fault. He should have been more prepared and hired someone better than that. Um, Trying to think of who... um, Okay, so there's this thought also, because we're talking about rankings and how Notre Dame sometimes can just, they're in that spot and you know, like they win, they win one or two games and the CFB has them in the four spot and they're never going to get out of it because the rest of their schedule is so easy. They're not going to lose a game. Yep. But is that happening with Clemson right now? You know, I saw, I was, I was at the gym the other day and I was watching some ESPN Saw an interesting stat run across the screen. Clemson doesn't play a ranked opponent for the rest of the season. For the season. rest of the season, because they played A&M, that was it. That was it. Yeah. It's insane. And what do we think of A&M now? A&M is not, no, not a great not team. Not that great. They're 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, not that great. Um, whereas, like other teams, um, SEC, Big 12, they all play ranked, ranked opponents. Ranked opponents. Yeah. Because you have ranked opponents in your conference, whereas the ACC is just it's Clemson. ACC is garbage fire right now. That's all it is. It's just Clemson. So, I mean, they'll be in the number one spot unless the only way they will lose that number one spot is if I think if Alabama beats a fourth ranked LSU, you have got to move whatever team wins that game up. Oh, yeah. Exactly. If LSU beats Bama at two, they have to move to that number one spot. I don't care. You can't keep rewarding teams for not playing tough opponents. Yeah. If Exactly. If LSU beats Bama or Bama beats LSU, they need to jump to that number one spot. Because what's your argument? If, if Clemson is there, like, what's your argument if you want them to stay? Like, no, they haven't lost. So? Yeah. Neither has this team, and they freaking they just beat 
the fourth or second best team in the country. Yeah. Who'd you play? Freaking Duke? Yeah. Duke? North Carolina? Yeah. A Georgia Tech? Miami team? Yeah. Oh. That's the thing. Is like preseason polls are the worst. They are the worst because it sets you up for... Like if you're Clemson... It sets you up for success for the rest of the season. You know for a fact you're going to be in the playoffs. Yep. And if you're a team that's like Wisconsin, and you're a freaking good football team, you you might have a real hard time getting into that playoff spot. Because what what are they now? Eight. They're eight. So they, they moved up five. Spots. They moved up five spots for beating an eleventh ranked team. Yeah. <clears throat> they should have moved up a little bit farther than that. Um. I just yeah I don't I don't understand how teams like I feel like I don't know I mean they're doing it with Oklahoma like because Oklahoma preseason was ranked fourth Oklahoma's already dropped to six has Oklahoma lost no but Ohio State and LSU have had some good wins so they've put them they up put higher, them up which yep. I agree with I mean if you're gonna win those games move the other teams move the other teams but we're gonna we got to have that same standard for those top two top three teams as well yeah so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that Clemson should be number one right now. I don't think they're the best team in the in the nation. Um, we'll see as the season progresses. But uh, who would your best team be? My best team right now, from what I've seen, I'd I'd say LSU. I would too. Just they have the best right. Re- they have the best track record right now. Uh, they have that quarterback. Texas. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Well, he transferred from uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Freaking Colin Coward didn't even know. Did you see that? Yeah, it was. A, he was like atrocious. talking to Urban Meyer, and he was like, "Hey, you didn't recruit him," and everyone was like, "Yeah, he sat on the bench." Yeah, behind Haskins and yeah, LSU. Out. Well, now that now that I know what Texas is, they only beat Texas by a touchdown, so I might not put LSU in that number one spot. I don't know. I wouldn't put Alabama there either. Maybe Ohio State. But have they really played anyone? I mean, they've just absolutely eviscerated everyone they've played. I'm interested to see when they get into some conference play. Yeah, like I said, like I guess you have to make this decision as we progress throughout the season. But um, I don't know. If you're going to go off of merit, definitely Wisconsin, LSU, Auburn need to be higher because no one else has really played anyone. Yeah, but now we're going to start getting into conference play and stuff like that. So we'll get more of a handle, not from Clemson, but from other teams. From other teams. How they're going to go. All right, so let's go ahead and look at what this this week we're having some better games. Um, we're getting into conference play, and teams are actually going to have to try now. And um, so we've got um, – some marquee games are, um, we've got Virginia and Notre Dame. They're, this is a ranked game. Virginia's 18th and Notre Dame is 10th. Washington plays USC. I think Washington destroys USC. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, that's it's not great. It's... That is not great. There's some conference games like OU's playing Tech. OSU is playing... Um, who are they? I just saw them. OSU is playing... Kansas State. Kansas State. Uh, okay, yeah. 
both teams, well, Oklahoma has a loss. Oklahoma State has a loss, but Kansas State is 3-0. and I'm not, I don't ever consider that a real thing, though. Yeah, it's a pretty straightforward. Well, Rutgers could knock off Michigan if they wanted to. I'm not even putting that game past them. Michigan's two and one. Rutgers are one and two. Oh God, Rutgers is pretty bad. Though. They're 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 bad. <laughs> if Michigan loses that game, I'm I am both hands on panic button for Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I think Harbaugh is immediately fired if Rutgers beats Michigan at Michigan. Uh, okay, so let's pick some upsets. Let's do better than we did last week because last week. Well, I did pretty good last week. You did do good. I didn't pick my upsets, though. My upset was bad. Well, your upset was BYU over Washington. Washington. And Washington that didn't go very well. <laughs> Dominated. But I think Washington's better than we thought they were. Uh, I said We both said that Wisconsin would beat Michigan. Yep. We were right. Um, you said A&M would beat Auburn. I said Auburn would beat A&M. That was a good Auburn, call. Auburn beat them. Uh, and we were we, we were both right on Georgia Notre Dame. Georgia Notre Dame, yeah. Even though that game was closer than I would have wanted it to be, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. All right, so we pick we'll pick an upset of the week again. Dear God, hopefully hopefully we do better than last <laughs> Dear week. Dear God. Um, but so I'll take some time to think about it. Um, I just ragged on Clemson, but. I think I have mine. Oh, gosh. Do you have yours? <laughs> I do. I don't have mine, so you go ahead. I do. Mine is uh, <laughs> Indiana over Michigan State. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Indiana over Michigan State. They hung in for the first half against Ohio State. Yeah, that's very true. The second first week. Second week, I think. Uh so I'm gonna, you know, I'm going out on a limb here. Going out on a limb. I'm gonna say that Michigan State's gonna lose this game. That is not a bad call. I mean, you never know what you're getting with a Michigan State team. They have yeah. some disappointing, some disappointing losses for sure. Yeah, that is that is the truth. Well, let's see here. You know what? I am gonna say. There's not a lot. There's not a lot. I have two in mind that I could pick. Oh, gosh. Nebraska over Ohio State. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no way. Um, I, uh, I'm going to do Arizona State beating California. Arizona State is three and one, and California Cal is four and zero. They're one and zero in the Pac-12. Arizona State is always a dangerous team. The Fighting Herm Edwards. The Fighting Herm Edwards. Listen, they lost to a Colorado team, thirty-four thirty-one, and I I really do think Colorado is better than we're giving them credit for. Um. Arizona State did beat Michigan State 10 to 7, okay? So, and Cal, I don't really know of any marquee wins that that Cal has had. So, Cal's favored by well, they beat Washington by by point. They beat Washington by point. Still, nevertheless, I'm going uh Arizona State beats Cal at Cal. Okay. I can get behind that. 
Um, those are upsets of the week, and then um, let's pick some close, like ranked games. So our ranked games are Virginia Notre Dame, USC Washington, and the next closest one is probably um, oh, uh, I would say the next closest one is Washington State Utah. So we can pick that game as well. That okay. can be kind of an upset pick if we choose. So, uh, first off, Virginia-Notre Dame. Who do you think wins this game? It's at Notre Dame. Yep. I I have no idea about Virginia. I know. Why are they ranked? I don't know anything about them. Who have they, have they beat they anybody? Pitt. They beat Pitt by 15. They beat uh, – that's not even a team – they beat Florida State by a touchdown, and then Old Dominion was kind of a close game. It was twenty eight seventeen. They won. So Virginia's four and zero right now. Is her head coach named Bronco? <laughs> Bronco Mendenhall. Bronco Mendenhall. And then Notre Dame has played <laughs> Louisville, New Mexico, and Georgia, and they lost to Georgia twenty three to seventeen. Why is Virginia ranked? I don't know. There's really no reason for them to be ranked. <laughs> I have a conspiracy theory before we get into picks. <laughs> Virginia's ranked, so that way Clemson could play another ranked opponent in the ACC. Oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. I agree with you. There's no reason for them to put, be Put your tinfoil hats on, people. <laughs> get your head out of your butts and see that the committee did this so that way Clemson would have a good win. Get your heads out of the ground. Man, Notre Dame is favored by 12 and a half. That's the line. Is I know, which is like why I'm struck. Does Virginia have a good defense? Is that um, what they're They have held opponents pretty low. Points against, Okay, they've allowed Well, I mean, okay, Virginia and Notre Dame have both allowed 18 points a game. <laughs> so, no, they have not played very well. These teams are pretty even. I'm not going to lie. You know what? I don't know why the line is so high on Notre Dame. I don't either. What did we see from them that we were like, oh, well, first of all, we have to take them into account that Georgia is probably not as good as we think they are. I'm going to say Notre Dame wins this game. You're going to say Notre Dame. You're By a field say, goal. By a field goal. Okay, so to be closer than people are expecting. Listen, I think that... Uh, what? I'm just trying to think. I... Man, I'm going to go different. I'm going to say Virginia wins. I, 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 God, I can't, I can't root for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They've been tainted to me, Ross. I, they have tainted I, I, my threw, up, I threw up in my mouth a little bit when, when I said, said Notre that, Dame. You, yes. <laughs> I can't, I just can't get, it's bias. I know it is. It's bias that I can't root for Notre Dame. They're going to lose to Virginia. But gosh, then that makes him a better opponent for Clemson. I don't know. I, I hate Clemson it both more ways. Than Notre Dame, so freak. yeah, that's true. All right, Virginia beats Notre Dame for me. Ross says Notre Dame beats Virginia. Okay, USC Washington. It's at Washington. USC is twenty-one. Washington is seventeen. They are both three and one. USC is two and zero oh in the Pac-12, and Washington Man. is zero oh and one in the Pac-12. Ten and a half. Yeah, that's a high line. That is a high line. USC. I feel like this is a crapshoot. USC has beaten 
two decent opponents. But then they lost to they lost BYU. They lost to BYU by a field goal. It was a fluke. That, that they lost to BYU? That they lost to BYU. I'm going USC Okay. beats Washington. USC beats Washington. Okay. I don't know, though, man. <laughs> Washington, Washington puts up some points. Washington has lost to Arizona State, which that might have been a fluke. But Washington always has a really good offense. They have a good quarterback. Um, but they have not played the caliber of opponents that USC has. Oh, gosh. Wait, Washington lost to Cal? Washington. That was their loss? Did they? I thought they lost to... They did lose to Cal by a point. You're right. They lost to Cal, not Arizona State. <laughs> part of me wants to flip, but part of me... flip? No, I'm keeping it. You're I keeping said it. it. I'm going to say Washington beats USC... Um, I think that the Washington's offense is too much for USC to handle. Um, and then the last one is Washington State versus Utah. We've got good old uh, Mike Leach. Mike Leach out of Wash U. <sighs> Utah has just came off a loss against USC. They beat you. They lost you to USC by a touchdown. They beat BYU, they beat Northern Illinois, and they beat freaking Idaho State or whatever. Washington State is not ranked, but Utah is 19. They were ranked. Washington State, who they lose to last week? They were ranked. They lost to UCLA by four points. That's right. That was that, that was shootout. An insane game. Insane game. Man, man, I'm man, man, say man, Washington man. State beats them. Washington State puts up some points. That's I'm tempted to say that. Utah has not impressed me. The line is six. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Washington State. Okay, we're both going Washington State. The fighting Mike Leeches. I love <laughs> The I love fighting him. Mike Leeches. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, there you have it. There's our picks. All right. Well, we'll see how we do this week. We'll see how we do this week. Zach, you were three and one last week. I was three and one. I was two, two and two. two. Okay. We'll we'll pick it up again. Uh, oh, let's take a page out of um, Bill Simmons' book and uh, play guess the lines with NFL. Okay. NFL. Um, I'm gonna try my best not to look. I'm, the the way I look this up, um, I might have to. Why did I just search that? Wait, that might be good, because then we can. Was it on there? Was it wasn't it? on there. It wasn't no. on there. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. So maybe I just go back and then I click on it whenever we. Yeah. Then we'll click. Okay. And reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that then. Okay, so. Um, let's do like a watch. Of... I thought that was going to bring it up. I was <laughs> worried. Uh, so we're in week four. Let's do watchables first, unwatchables, and then kind of watchables. Okay. Watch, games that, like, you know, you know if you watch you NFL know. football. You know what, what games, games you are going to watch, what games you're not going to watch. Okay, listen. So, watchables, we've already had one, Eagles-Packers. Had to watch that game. Had to watch Great it. game. Great game. Came down to the wire, even though the Packers kind of crapped the bed. Um, another watchables, 
would have to be Cowboys Saints. Cowboys Saints. Because this tells me a lot about cow- the Cowboys. I kind of know what I need to know about the Saints. I, yeah, I think I can learn a lot about both teams. Yeah. Because if the Saints can win this game, that means they can, they're serviceable until Drew yeah, Brees gets are. back. Um, I'm going to guess Cowboys at three and a half. Cowboys, ha- they have to be they have favored to be. in this, right? They're undefeated. They do. I'm going to go, I'm going to go. <sighs> I'm going to go Cowboys at four and a half. Cowboys at four and a half. Okay, the line is three. The line is three. So um, I get that one, but it's closer than people are expecting this game to be close, and they should. I mean, it's 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 in uh, it's in the Superdome. It's, in, uh, it's at New Orleans. It'll be a tough environment to play in. Um, but, you know, I think the Cowboys will win this game. I need them to win this game um, at all costs. So, um, all right, our next watchables game has to be, um, let's see, other week four. I saw some more. Well, shoot, this is not a great, this is not a great week. I'm just going to be honest with you what I'm looking at. Um... If I were to watch one of these games, I'd probably watch Arizona, Seattle, or Baltimore, Cleveland. Anytime Cleveland plays, I feel like it's a watchable, it's a watchable game, even though it's been a dumpster fire. Baltimore, Cleveland. Baltimore, Cleveland. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be an it's it's an evisceration because it's at Baltimore too. I think it's Baltimore eight. Baltimore plus eight yeah. or minus eight. Okay, I'm going to go Baltimore seven and a half, seven and a half. Um, it is seven. That is so low. I didn't, I just didn't want to go nine. I, yeah. Baltimore is a seven. Oh man. They're really, Vegas loves the Browns. NFL games just are never high. No. Like the lines are just never the lines that are so high. low. Well, that's because the parity between the, the teams parody, is so. I mean, yeah. they're all professionals, so you're never gonna get like 14 line, like minus 14, no. like you will in college. So yeah, I guess we got to keep that in mind. But still, I think the Baltimore Ravens will put 21, beat them by 21. Can I? I have a I have a watchable game that is uh, interesting. Detroit and Kansas City. Oh yeah, for sure. Kansas City, Detroit has actually not lost a game. No, they're not. They're not bad. I and think they have beaten the Eagles. I think the line will be lower. I think it'll be Chiefs by a touchdown. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna go Chiefs at six. I'm gonna go Chiefs at six, and. Um... Part of that is because, up, oh, you're right. It was seven. Chiefs at seven. Yep, Chiefs at seven. Um, I think this game will be really close. I think I think so too. It's at Detroit. Yeah, and they are very high on themselves. No, they, Detroit. Yeah. So, and that's a better Detroit team than I've seen in the past. I mean, they're not bad. They're not a bad team. They beat the Eagles, which the Packers failed to do. Yeah, at, at Green Bay. So yeah, we can't ignore that. Um, let's see. 
Is there another one that we could... Chicago, Minnesota? That's watchable. That's a watchable game. Jeez, though. I don't know. <laughs> That'll be a low line. It's at Chicago. This is a low line. Um, I'm going to go Bears 2. Bears 2. Maybe 2.5. Uh, Bears 2.5. Bears 2.5. Yeah. Oh, boy. I I can't do the same line. I'll, I'll do... Bears at three and a half, and it is two, two, it is two. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that would not be very high. <coughs> I thought you hit it right on the money with two and a half. That's why I went high. Yeah, so that's a low line. But both those teams are not. I would I would put them equal right now. Yeah. I don't think the Bears. I feel like the Bears defense kind of equals out. The Vikings offense and vice versa. The Vikings defense kind of equals out the Bears offense. Anytime I have to solely rely on Kirk Cousins, I know I put <laughs> myself in a bad spot. <laughs> it's not going to be good. <laughs> One more is probably... Um... Oh, gosh. There's not a lot. There's not a lot. You know what? New England Buffalo. Oh, that's right. Buffalo's Buffalo undefeated. Buffalo is undefeated. Yeah. I still think New England will I think New England this game, but it'll be it'll be a good game. It'll be a good game to watch. Buffalo's defense is good. Um, yeah, I bet the New England at seven and a half. New England at seven and a half. I'm gonna go New England eight and a half, and it is seven and a half. You got it. It was exactly seven and a half. I need to start betting. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna right. start gambling. <laughs> oh, not on my work computer though. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Big yikes. Okay, barely watchables. Um, Tennessee Atlanta has to be a barely watchable. Both these teams are as mediocre as you could possibly get. I think Atlanta has to be favored in this game. <sighs> Probably the line is four. Really? I'm yeah. Gonna go two and a half. God. I'm gonna go two and a half. I think these teams. It is four. It is exactly four. I swear I'm not looking. I'm not <laughs> I know, looking. I know you're not, but still, geez, it is. Uh, yeah, the Falcons are favored by four to beat the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is that bad? I guess I don't know. Maybe it's because the Falcons played really well against the the Eagles. I don't know. Jeez. Uh, okay. Another barely watchables is uh, Indianapolis at Oakland. I have to watch that game just because of how John Gruden, man. Well, John Gruden and Jacoby Brissett for yeah. the Colts. I mean, that's interesting. They they have not merely missed a beat. No, Jacoby Brissett's looked really good. He has. I'm gonna go Indianapolis seven and a half. Maybe it's because you're going. I, I I'm gonna go Indianapolis seven and a half. I'm going Indianapolis at six. Indianapolis at six. I think I might have jumped the gun. I think I went a little high. It is seven. It is seven. seven. So, yeah. It's, yeah. They, they That's about right. It's a, that should be about right. It's at Indy. Yeah. Is Washington at New York barely watchable because of Daniel Jones? Yes. Okay. We're gonna and I'm one. crossing my fingers that we get Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yes. I need that. That would be the culmin. Like, that would be the perfect, like, the 
thing to happen this season because be. that was what everyone wanted to take. Everyone wanted the Giants to take Dwayne Haskins. Yep. So if Daniel, there's goes some out kind there of like weird poetic justice in this. Oh yeah. If Daniel Jones can go out with Dwayne Haskins playing and just murder him, murder him, that would be fantastic. I they got New York at five. Yeah, I was gonna say New York at four. Okay, New York. So kind of be a dumpster fire of a game. New York is at three. New York's at three. Close. Which I'm forgetting how bad New York yeah. really is. I'm just so high on Daniel Jones. New York th- minus three. Okay. And I think that's it for the barely watchables. Unless you have one more I, I, that I'm not seeing. Maybe Jacksonville. I was. I, that's a fringe just because of Minshew. But <laughs> I think Jacksonville's got to be a favorite in this game, right? Oh, it has to be. They have to be the favorite. Jacksonville at four and a half. I'm going to go three and a half. Jacksonville. They are uh, that three. Offense, that offense looked pretty good. No, my gosh. The Broncos are favored to win this game. Really? At home? At home. It's minus three. We'll see. That's interesting. I would not have pegged the, the Broncos to win that game. Very interesting. Okay. Unwatchables. Absolutely never going to watch this game. Chargers, Chargers at, at- <laughs> Miami. <laughs> oh, God. Everything within me wants the Chargers to lose this game. What I think if, that would be so funny. What if this is the game? If the Chargers lose this game, the AFC West has already won. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's not particularly close. No, it's not. Chargers will be favored. I it'll Chargers be a, it'll be a high a line. I'm gonna go eight and a half. Eight and a half. Miami's uh, bad. Yeah, they're so bad. You're never gonna guess. Fifteen and a half. Oof. Chargers are favored. Fifteen Oof. and a half. I think that's, that's probably the highest way. line this week. If I'm a Miami fan, I'm probably betting this game. I'll probably bet that the Miami would break their losing streak on this game. My return would be so high. Oh yeah, your return would be stupid. Your money line is plus six thirty five. So what you make six thousand dollars on a yeah. hundred dollar bet. Hundred dollar bet. Shoot. <laughs> I mean I'd do that. I would do that. If I was a Miami fan. Um another unwatchable game. There's that glaring one on Monday <laughs> night. It just <laughs> sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> 0-3 versus 0-3. I want to know who scheduled this. Not only is this game <laughs> atrocious, but we have the worst commentating oh, of God, any talk about sports that. broadcast. Why has Monday Night Football been the worst for the past two years? Monday Night Football has not been good ever since Al Michaels and John Madden left. That is exactly how I feel about it. That is exactly right. It has been a dumpster just abomination ever since they've left. Yeah. We have Jason Witten, and then now we've got... Booger. Booger the loser. Booger the freaking... Fun fact about Booger, he hates the Chiefs. Does Anytime he? Anytime the Chiefs play on Monday night, he just rails on the Chiefs. Uh, Booger is awful. He's terrible. I can't watch Monday. I have to mute it if I want to watch yeah, Monday night football. I can't football. watch Monday night football. I don't think I will watch Monday night football this week anyways. That I'm, line, who's favored it? I've, Pittsburgh's is it favored. Is it Noel? It might be a Noel. It might be no one's favored, if that's even possible. I'm gonna go. I don't even know where I would go. Pittsburgh three. You're right. It's well. You're not on. It's three and a half. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's favored. God. <laughs> Mason Rudolph versus Andy Dalton, riveting. Uh, 
Then the last one is Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Rams against Tampa Bay. It's at LA. Ten. Yeah. Ten. I'm gonna go LA at nine and a half. You got it. It was nine. 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 Yeah. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't too impressed with the Rams. Well, they I almost really, lost to the Browns. I really haven't been impressed. Yeah. I'm not worried about them. Like I'm more worried about the Saints and Packers. Yeah. More so than I am um, the Rams. Sean McVay looks like he's scared to call plays now. <clears throat> yeah, he is. Yeah, I was very surprised as well. I mean, I'm not as I don't think they're as dominant as they were last year for sure. I don't know. I also think Todd Gurley's on the decline. Yeah, he might be. He might be very well. I don't know. I need my Cowboys to win, and I need, I don't know, I need my CFB picks to pan out well. All right, that's it for us here at Street Smart Sports. Ross, you got closing remarks. Closing remarks. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Street Smart Sports Podcast. Uh, You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Subscribe to us. Leave us a review. um, Leave us a like. um, And thank you so much for supporting. Uh, This has been the Street Smart Sports Podcast.